Step away from the noise of social media and mainstream news. On Watch in Washington is your place to hear directly from leaders and difference makers in our nation about the issues that face us as believers, families, voters, and people of prayer. Join us for the next 15 to 25 minutes and be inspired, challenged, and encouraged. It's time to fuel up so we can pray and change our nation. And yes, we always pray together. We welcome all of you today to Intercessors for America. We're going to pray with America's leaders. And today's guests are from iVoterGuide, which is an a voter guide for our candidates across this country. We have Debbie Wuthnow, and she is president of iVoterGuide and vice president of the American Family Association Action. Debbie holds a master's degree in computer science from Princeton University. She joined iVoterGuide in 2011 as a data analyst and was named president in 2018. Under her leadership, iVoterGuide evaluated over 13,000 candidates and educated 6.8 million voters in 2022. So what we'd like to do today on our call, Debbie, we would like to hear all about iVoterGuide. How did that begin back in 2011 and what led you to be a part of it? And, and what prayer what can we bring before the Lord in prayer? That's what Intercessors of, Mer of America do. We are, we want to know the news. We will offer prayer and then it's action. What can we do to promote your organization? So we'd like to hear from you today. Wonderful question, Bill and Betsy, and it's great to meet you guys. I did not found iVoterGuide. I would say that it's a tapestry woven by God. It was created actually in 2008 as an online voter guide by a gentleman named Richard Ford, who was a legislative lobbyist and a Christian who realized he knew his legislators, but he had never voted an intelligent ballot from the top to the bottom and undertook to research the candidates on his ballot, gathering their campaign finance data, gathering their scorecards if they'd held office, getting a list of who'd endorsed them, sending them each a questionnaire. And then he gathered friends around his conference table and they assigned a rating or a grade to every candidate. He printed it and passed it out. And that was what happened in Dallas County. Back in Austin, there was a guy who was a retired IBM programmer who was a servant of Christ, served on the school board, even though his kids were in private school. And God gave him the concept of an online voter guide, but he didn't know how to do a voter guide. So God brought those two people together. And that's when I voter guide was born, began in Texas in the five largest counties evaluating those candidates. And uh, so on a parallel universe, I was just a stay-at-home mom following Princeton, where I uh, went to Bible study and was learning more about how to walk with God. And I learned to, through Henry Blackaby's experience in God, to walk for, look for how God was working, join him in that work. So when, after 20 years as, as a stay-at-home mom, I asked God what he wanted me to do with my empty nest. Never would I have envisioned that this was God's plan, but God knew in advance what it was going to be. And it was my Bible study teaching director who was married to Jim, who did the programming for this, who said, I need somebody with a technical background to help me in programming this online voter guide. Are you interested? That's what God brought me into this ministry. And I sat at my kitchen table and Jim taught me in what to do. And three years later, they asked me to be the director of operations, which was me and the mom. Two years after that, executive director and then president. So I know God called me to this ministry. Uh, but I'm not an activist, but I am a Christian and I'm a voter and I need what iVoterGuide has as much as you and the intercessors that are on this call. 
but I know that God equips those he calls and he helps us through prayer. So it has always been foundational to literally every day, God, what do you want me to do next? I know you've brought me here. What are your plans for this ministry? Because I voter guide was not my idea, but it was God's. Amen. And how do voters actually utilize iVoterGuide? What's, tell me your purpose. How do we connect with that or find out about it? It is a website. As you said, it's iVoterGuide.com. And we are a Christian ministry. So the reason that, that it, was, it really is created is to help Christians be good stewards of their citizenship and vote wisely. Because so many don't know who those candidates really are on their ballot or know what they believe or what they've done which is the best predictor of what they'll do in the future. So we have a fabulous team of researchers who gather that same data Richard would gather. We've got campaign finance data from the source. We've got endorsements from every source and we verify that they're actual endorsements. We have hundreds of scorecards from both liberal and conservative groups, from both conservative state level groups and federal groups all gathered into one place. We really seek to aggregate political intelligence to do the research for you, the voter, and, but make it easier because in addition to the research, we have an evaluation that occurs through volunteers. And I think we're going to talk about that more because that really is the prayer that we request that we have as we seek to reveal the truth, the darkness, as we, sh we shine the light, the darkness fights back. And it really is a spiritual battle that we undergo and we covet and need prayer as we seek this, seek to do this task that God has given us and appreciate Chris and Dave and all of you intercessors in coming before us in prayer. As we were getting ready and rolling out our Super Tuesday voter guides, Corey, who we're going to hear from in just a minute, was telling me how much we need prayer for our team that's that are on the front lines, the tip of the spear, really, in, in working with these candidates. And she goes, do you know anybody who prays? And I said, I do. <laughs> so that's why we're here. Well, that's exactly what we do is pray for you know, the needs of organizations like yours, Debbie. I have a question. Uh, of the almost 7 million people who utilize iVoterGuide, would you say it's by and large a Christian population or does it spill over into those who are, let's say, agnostic in, in, in their beliefs? I would say by and large that it is Christians. We did do a, a survey, George Barna helped us survey the people on our email list. Now that's less than the 7 million who use the website. The people on our email list are actually George categorized as those spiritually active governance engaged believers. So very dedicated believers who vote from a biblical perspective and vote at 90%, whereas the average population votes at a 50 to 60% um, rate. We certainly, our organization is Christian. Our audience is by and large Christian, but the unit information at iVoterGuide is just as useful to non-Christians or agnostics. It's just truth. It's seeking to give you the information that you need to choose candidates that think like you think. And we're not telling you who to vote for, but we do give you a tool to decide for yourself. So it's not an endorsement list. And especially in a primary, which we do cover the Republican primary election, there will be many candidates that will look similar. And so we don't tell you which one to vote for. We just give you a, an accurate evaluation to the best of our ability and then let you see all the data for yourself. So you can read their survey answers. You can look at the other information we've gathered to, uh, to be a useful tool to you. And with the upcoming election, the general election, the presidential, of course, we have the primary prior to that. What, how can iVoterGuide help the voters? I know the mailbox will be filled with 
flyers. We get them every day, the cards, but it doesn't really give you any details about the character of the person. And I know that, I believe that's what you glean through your research team is just to get into the deeper level. But to utilize this, I know on your web website, Debbie, I was very impressed that you have the flyer that can be printed and given to churches of what they are and are not allowed to do. Would you talk a little bit about that? Because so many churches are fearful of even speaking from the pulpit about anything that has to do with candidates or platforms or anything. They just stay completely out of government. Can you tell us what the real truth is? The real truth is that they can tell their congregation to vote. Uh, a pastor as an individual can rep, can even endorse candidates, but a church can certainly tell its congregation, there's an election upcoming. God's commanded us to be salt and light. We need to let our voice be heard. So you need to, to go vote and encourage, he can even encourage them to vote for candidates that share biblical values. He can have candidate forums in the church. They just invite all of the candidates and they can be there. They are certainly allowed legally to, to, to delve into this political square. There's, there are hundreds and thousands of, of pastors out there who go beyond just saying vote and will, will be even bolder in that. And there have been no repercussions that have come down from the government. So we do have freedom of freedom of speech. We have religious liberty in our nation, and that extends to what the churches can do. Amen. Amen. I think it's yeah, I think it's time in this segment that we invite the intercessors. And I just want to speak to the people on the line, those that are waiting to pray. We appreciate the fact that you call in and are interested enough to really take an hour out of your day to pray for uh, circumstances and ministries and people that are in need that extra boost from heaven. I would like to tell you a few of the things that the Lord had, had impressed upon me this morning, Debbie, as I prayed about being the host of this call. This is for Bill and I, this is not an easy thing. We don't do this on a regular basis. And I'm sure the whole world knows that when they watch this <laughs> webcast, but nonetheless, we do hear from the Lord. And in my prayer time this morning, one of the things that he laid upon my heart about your ministry is the fact that you are the special forces. You are, you're the source of the intel. You go behind the scenes. You have to have a group of people that are totally committed, that are not fearful, that will face the enemy. And it, it isn't, there is an opposition out there, but you've been called to this to this special level and faith in itself is a fight it's always a fight but we know the end of the story we know we win and i was drawn especially to joshua chapter one where god now you know moses is, is dead and god just says joshua you're it okay and three times he said be strong and courageous be strong and courageous you are part of a tapestry of organizations that the Lord has raised up for a time such as this. Our world is in chaos, complete chaos, but you are a thread and it's vital that you do what you do every day, you and your entire team, from the time you wake up in the morning until the end of the day, you are on the front lines and you're giving us the intelligence. You're giving us what we need to pray into. When you have the attacks, it's just confirmation that you're over the target. That's all. If you were out there and no one was opposing you, then you're, what are you doing? There's no opposition. Then you have to wonder, am I in the battle or am I not in the battle? So we call right now, we call forth angel armies to cover you. And we pray, Father God, 
that in the spirit realm, there is an iron dome over this ministry that whatever missiles are fired at them, they will be deflected. They will be boomeranged back to those that are firing. And Father, I want this ministry to know they reached out for prayer. And we are telling you that there are tens of thousands of intercessors hearing your cry. And this isn't just for this moment right now. This is ongoing. We keep our journals. We know who we're praying for. We know who are on the front lines. In Pennsylvania alone, there's over 9,000 connections with Intercessors for America. Now multiply that over the 50 states. And Father, we lift you up. We hold up your arms like Aaron and her through this battle. And we just ask your blessing be upon them. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And we would like to bring in Corey Peterson, who is in charge of the research department. It's your turn now. We want to know all about you, what you do on that on, from that nine to five day. And I'm sure it's much longer than that. <laughs> I would say it's not a nine to five day. <laughs> if anybody works in politics, that it's morning, noon and night, and usually night. <laughs> so we're gathering all the data that Debbie's been talking about, the scorecards, the endorsements, the contributions, coordinating back and forth with the candidates to make sure they fill out our questionnaire and then finding their websites and digging in ourselves, corresponding with our volunteers uh, that help us with those evaluations. All of that stuff goes on just pretty hardcore from the time uh, filing starts until the time we publish our election or publish the voter guide. So that's where we are this week. We're in that season of getting these voter guides finalized and out to the public because Super Tuesday is coming and we just have a, a lot on our plate for that. They're working morning, noon, and night, bringing this data, corresponding with our volunteers, and then meeting and really when we've got all this information now for this candidate and the thousands of candidates we're going to research this year, <clears throat> that final evaluation that, that they're assigned, leans conservative, moderate, verified conservative, far left, we need to make sure that these are as accurate and fair as possible for each candidate. So that's the work we're doing now. And then we put that information out and my team is to a point where they're like, okay, the work is done, it's out, but then the arrows come because somebody doesn't like the evaluation. They want it to be higher, lower, whatever. And we're trying so hard to be fair and accurate. We're praying for the Lord to give us discernment on each candidate so that we are, give us your eyes, Lord, to see this candidate for what they really are. Show us the things that are covered. Uncover those things so that we can see them and show them to the voter, good and bad. They need to see it all. And so this week, my team has been, they're finishing up their work for a lot. There's a lot more to do in the primary because primaries go until August and even later, but they've had a pretty heavy load with these Super Tuesday guides. And so they're getting to the finish line, but then they're tired, they're tired. And then these arrows come and uh, they just need some encouragement. And uh, when I reached out to Debbie the other day and said that my team is discouraged, they're worn out. They have a passion for this work and they do it out of their out of obedience to Jesus and love for country. But boy, I'm so glad when you prayed, you mentioned we need to lift up the lift up their arms. That's what I was thinking before you even prayed. I was like, it's like that's really what we need for our team right now. Amen. Amen. I think right now, Corey, what I'd like to do is is just pray for your team. But that, when I'm finished, I, I have some questions just to flesh out how the team works and so forth. 
But Father, right now, I just lift up every researcher, every one of these men and women who've taken time and dedicated their life to this effort, Lord. They understand that our country is in desperate situations, that we need truth. They are the bearers of truth. And Father, I pray that they would be able to yoke themselves with you because you tell us that you'll carry the burden. You'll make our burdens light. Father, I just pray that a supernatural impartation would happen to them right now, Lord, that they would actually sense and feel your presence and your strength. And I pray stamina on each one of these folks. I, I bless them in the name of Jesus. I just say to you, you are doing a good work and we appreciate you and you are needed and valued. And, and the, the end result is going to, you may not see it uh, right in front of you, but God is keeping that in a bow in heaven as a reward for you. And one of these days, when you look at him face to face, he's going to say with a big grin on his face, well done, well done. And we say that to you right now so that you could hear it, well done. And we appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. My question, Corey, is are your researchers centralized or since you deal with all the states, you have people scattered across the country? Where do you find these folks? Are they come to you? Or yeah. I'd like you to. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've got stuff in California to Pennsylvania, Florida. We're all over Idaho, Washington. We're all over the country. We're born in Texas, but but we've got staff that are scattered all throughout the country. So we do all of our work on, online and virtually. How do we find them? Various avenues, but our favorite way to find them is we talked about our volunteer panelists that help us come up with that rating that leans conservative or verified conservative to far left or verified liberal rating. Those volunteers that help us that's really where we get most of our staff from. It's where I came from. And so we love pulling from that volunteer pool that we have. We'll also reach out to other conservative organizations that have job listings and stuff like that. But, but we do get most of them as from our volunteers. Yeah, that's incredible because in, in any organization, the volunteer is the lifeblood usually, especially in Christian organizations. They have that heart for ministry, right? Yes. Yes, they do. So it's uh, the other question that I had for the way you operate, you have these guides and ratings. Is that set by a certain metric that you have? How does, what does that look like? I'm guessing you're thinking, you're asking about how are they evaluated on that, on that scale? Yeah, we have a pretty thorough training guide that we've developed over years. I think it's probably over 30 pages that we train our volunteers on. iVoterGuide does a great job of putting out educational emails on, on various things, but on the issues that are important to Christians and conservatives. And so we, we take all those issues, we, the conservative position is on that, and, and we find like-minded people who understand biblical principles, understand conservative issues, and then, and then we take them through this training. And yeah, we've got, a, we've got some pretty rigid criteria that we keep to just so that we don't, we need to be consistent in our ratings. So Aline's conservative in California is the same as Aline's conservative in Texas. We need to make sure that we're being consistent across the board. And so we do stick to a, a pretty strict cri training criteria that we, we teach to our staff and then also to our volunteers. Thank you. And Debbie, how are you funded? 
<laughs> we are we're a ministry, so we are funded by donors, just patriots who believe uh, love America and love Jesus like we do, and see the value in what I Voter Guide does, and then support us financially, a one-time gift, a, a monthly support. Sometimes people give from their foundations towards what we do. And we lean into God will provide the things that he has called us to do and invite, I would invite any of your listeners that want to support us financially. Thank you. I'd say in advance, any of your intercessors who want to be a volunteer, you can volunteer to be one of those panelists at iVoterGuide by going to the iVoterGuide.com website and the top menu is the word act and look for apply as a panelist. You can learn more about what's really involved. It's about 15 to 20 hours during one, the course of one election, all done from your home. But but we couldn't do it without you as volunteers and as supporters. Yeah. And we do want to hear about the communicators, okay? We've got the researchers, and they've come up with everything that is going to be in that voter guide. And they've gleaned and put it all together. And I'm sure it's got to be nerve-wracking. But where do we go from there? How does it get to the next step? Then we share it, right? So we want other people to know about iVoterGuide. So people like you, Bill and Betsy, that let other people know about what iVoterGuide does, I call you our evangelists <laughs> of iVoterGuide and truth in voting to help people know that there is this tool out there to help them. We find that our volunteer panelists become our evangelists and tell <laughs> their church and their neighborhood and their, their families and friends across the nation, they can all go to iVoterGuide.com because you just enter your voting address and get your personalized ballot. It's really easy to use. The same URL works all 50 states across the nation. But we also have a team that is trying to, to communicate with people about iVoterGuide. We have some social media people that are posting on our Facebook page and iVoterGuide's Facebook page. We have a fabulous team that is writing those educational emails that Corey talked about so that you can sign up for our email list and we'll let you know just it's basic civic education my goal is that it is short and shareable so that you go, oh my gosh, that is concise. I didn't know that. I bet you Susie and Joe would want to know about that. And you forward the email onto other people that then both become engaged or educated and then learn about iVoterGuide so that when it's time to vote, they have a resource that they're aware of that they can go to and that they can use. And we've got a, we're actually looking for some help in writing some of those emails. If anybody's a writer, you want to reach out. We're looking for some help in that domain. And then we also will answer emails from people on our communication team. So if you have questions about how do I print my voter guide, uh, I, something looks wrong. I don't know how to use the website. If you email us through our contact form or reply to any of our emails, we have a team of, we call them tier one customer support that will answer your questions. And we're really we're seeking to give you all that you need to vote and to vote wisely. Reach out to us if you have questions and we're there. That, but that's what the communication team does. And just like Corey's team publishes the voter guide way in advance of the election, we're releasing Super Tuesday now. So we're coming out way before early voting starts in those states. And now it's in the hands of the communication team or the comms team to make sure that word gets out there. And the arrows and the darts come at every team when they're in their various, their various timeframes. You could also pray for the tech team that's making sure the website doesn't get attacked and stays mm -hmm. up. So there's lots of prayer cover that iVoterGuide could use. Amen. Yeah, there seems to be uh, right now, you just mentioned the tech side of, uh, of your ministry. Across the board, governments locally here, our local county uh, was just hacked. And it's, you know, it seems to be that tactic of the enemy is ramping up in a way that we haven't seen in the past. So we're, you know, I'd like to pray specifically for, for that right now. Father, I just pray for the 
communications and the technology side of iVoter. And I pray, Father, that you would protect, that you would be the ultimate in, in protection when it comes to internet communications. You are the, the, the best at that. You understand how all this works. And I pray that every scheme of the enemy would be foiled. Every dark plan, every nefarious action would just fall short. Father, I pray that his schemes would be disrupted even in their inception. And I pray that wisdom and great technology would be given to the people in the tech side of the business, that they would understand and know what to do and always be one, two, three, four steps ahead of anything that the enemy would want to bring, that this side of the, this ministry would be clear and concise and trouble-free. And we pray it and Jesus. believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Last night when I got this uh, information about iVoter Guide and, and did remember it, but it was not in front of me again, it will be before <clears throat> the primary, but um, we knew that there was a special election coming up in the Philadelphia area of Pennsylvania that will determine who has control of the House of Representatives, because right now it's an even tie. And we did not know the specific names of those candidates. We're praying for the special election. We really didn't know anything about them. But our group, it's as easy. And I'm just going to tell intercessors on this line, from whatever state you're from, it's a simple thing. You just go to the website, ivoterguide.com. You type in your address. Or I touched my state on the map, Pennsylvania, and it brought me right where I needed to be. And then it, you can get your own ballot. You can see where your polling places are, but it brought up that special election. And it reminded us it's February the 13th. It's critical. And it would have gone totally unnoticed had it not been for your website. And we put the information out. And even this morning, I'm still getting messages what is that again? How do I find my state? How do I find what is going on just for in my region? Or maybe they're, they have a, a family member in another state. So you have no idea. It's a ripple effect. It just starts with this, the pebble that hits the water and the ripple effect. And you know from this point on that you are under our Iron Dome at IFA, that you will be protected. And I'm sure that from the thousands of people that will watch this, whether it's on Rumble or whether it's through our website or on the call itself, they're going to know that you need help. You need help in your states. You need to be connected with people that know the people because you can't go by the news media. You have to know heart to heart who you are representing. And that is why your ministry to us is so valuable. And I want to thank you for that. I do. And we want to move now to the last little segment. I mean, we have, we've prayed over this ministry in general. We have focused on the researchers and we're asking God to provide even more researchers, more accurate researchers that come in and really help all the ones that are already on board. We pray for the communicators. That's a tough one because I can only imagine we know what it's like when we need tech help and how do you do this or I can't find it and you have to have massive patience. So I really pray for patience for your communications team that they're able to walk through the process and help all those. But now we want to pray for the public. We want to pray for all the people in our United States that haven't heard about you yet, 
that haven't come across to what you do at this point. I know for us, every election, it starts about a week before it's time to vote. And we get the messages, whether it's through Facebook or whatever. Who do I vote for? Who do you like? What are they? And it's so frustrating because I'm thinking you should know these things. You should be going out and, and they just don't. You don't go and listen to the candidates. But to have a voter guide like yours, you've done the homework. You've touched home base. And that's what we just now need to connect them with you early on. And that is, and I also believe that the, not just the church, but the public in general has now been awakened to the importance of elections. We can no longer just sit back and say, God's in control, whoever it will be, we'll be all right, because whatever, we'll all go with the rapture. I think that the, the awakening has happened and now people do want to be educated. And that's what we thank you for. Our last portion, and, and then we'll, we will all pray at the very end here, but we would like to pray specifically for the people and maybe you have a story that you would like to share, some testimonial or story from one of the people that's... I will say one thing of, I I don't know if you've heard of the Colson Fellows, but they are strong Christians engaged. And I was speaking with one of the leaders, showing them what our website does. And he looked at me and said, where have you been all my life? So <laughs> it, it made it clear to me that the need for information, it spans every socioeconomic level, every education level, we all need information about the candidates. And that's really why God created iVoter Guides. I pray that more people find out about what we do, the opportunity to impact elections. If the church and Christians would just be educated and turn out to vote, there is great opportunity to impact elections across the ballot, not just president, but Senate, governors, statewide elections, state representative. And we've started covering some school board elections. And it's at the local level where your your engagement, your participation can have an even bigger impact. One church can swing and turn a school district if they would just get engaged and would have good candidates that are on the ballot that they could vote for, but that people would vote. So I pray that, that your eyes would be opened, that you would see the importance that your role plays, that God is sovereign. He is in control, but he desires to work through his people and we are his people. Allow God to work through you. Use iVoterGuide as a tool to help you to be a good steward of that talent that God has given you. In Jesus' name. Thank you. As, as you were uh, sharing and praying, Debbie, the, it, it always fascinates me how many Christians are just totally unengaged. Mm -hmm. I've, I've heard statistics uh, that half of the registered Christians don't even vote and half of the Christian population is not even registered. We, we alone could swing and sway and have that influence that God has called us to be, that salt and light. But for some reason, there, there is a barrier there. And I, I just, yes. yeah, I, I come against that right now in the name of Jesus. That needs to be broken. The eyes of, of the believing church needs to be open. Their hearts need to be uh, pierced with an understanding that they are needed. They are called to battle at this point in time. You, you and Corey have given us more information at, at our fingertips than we could uh, hope or even you know, dream about. It's there. And you know, like Betsy said, it, it, it's so crazy. People will call, 
who should I vote for? We don't know, maybe you should stay home. But it, it is one of those things that when they have the information, people can be emboldened. I mean, we were talking about courage before. The enemy wants to bring discourage, which is the other half of that word. And we need that courage. And I believe the information and, and the just the fact that we could know for a fact we're voting for good quality people that will make a difference. I think people over the years have said, I voted and it didn't make a difference. The guy I put in wasn't any good. If we have that kind of information, we can make a, an incredible difference. Yes, we can. Can I share one other little prayer request with you guys, which is we are, uh, God has been opening doors and revealing a plan to us that there are Hispanic voters that are believers, that are pro-life and pro-family, but we heard from Hispanic pastors that a third of Spanish-speaking legal voters can't read English and they need their the voting information in Spanish. So pray for iVoterGuide. We are undertaking the process of translating our entire website in this next several months and releasing it hopefully by the end of the first quarter, early second quarter of this year. But as we seek to get more truth out there, there is more fight, the more the darkness fights back. Would covet your prayers as we work to get iVoterGuide entire website into both English and Spanish for Hispanic and English-speaking voters this year. Amen. Amen. This is this has been a very enlightening 40, 40 45 minutes we've been together. Is uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Any anything that you'd like to leave us with before we wrap this up? I would just say we covet your prayers. I loved how you said you will be our iron dome. <laughs> and that is such an encouragement to me, I know to Corey and to her team as we're in the front lines and in the trenches talking to candidates and seeking truth, trying to find those nuggets of information that really help us to glean the political philosophy of each candidate. So we're doing our part, and I would pray that you would then do your part, which is to pray, to vote wisely, to share iVoterGuide, to, to be a volunteer for intercessors and for iVoterGuide. Uh, don't just sit in your pew. Get out there and be the salt and light that God wants you to be. Amen. 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 I think we uh, could uh, bind our faith together and believe that you're going to go from 7 million to 14 million <laughs> in the very near future in, in people that are going to use this resource. There's no reason why that shouldn't happen. And we just call it forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we do speak to all the intercessors on our call today. And we do highly recommend that you spread the word. And you. this will be a part of IFA's Vote Your Values will be coming up. And, and we reactivate again for this critical year. Our country is at stake. And I thank God every day for people in ministries like your own, Debbie, and for the work that you're doing, Corey, and your entire team. And I know that at the end of the day, you've got to be completely exhausted, but you'll be exhilarated whenever that, when the results come out and you people that, that had a heart for God that went to the front of the list for people that were voting and they were voted into those positions. I thank God for all of the, the believers out there that have decided to take part in their own community. It's the grassroots uh, seats that are open and especially in judges. We have no idea many times who these people are and they're unknown to us. And yet the research is done and the word is there for us to connect to. And it just makes us all the more powerful. You have given us the tools. You've given us the bullets for the gun. 
you've given us every all the intel that we need to go out and be effective for the kingdom of God in the United States of America. That's huge. That's huge. And I just pray that every night at the end of the day, when you go to bed at night, you know that you have helped tens of thousands of, of people across our country. And you know that God has his hand on this ministry in every single action. And you know that if you're ever rejected, it's not you they're rejecting. It's Jesus. It's the spirit behind you that's rejected. We learned a long time ago that when you talk to people or you communicate and their eyes close up and blaze over and they act as though they don't even hear you, then it's time to say next because you, there's too much work to get stopped on the ones that are negative. I just pray a, a, a blessing over you and we do commit to you. You will be in our prayers and our lines are open for your prayer requests at any time. And let's just wrap this up now with our all pray as we go out today. Just know that you're going to go out with the wind of the Holy Spirit under your wings. Thanks for joining us on Intercessors for America's On Watch in Washington. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And share the word. We bet you have a praying friend who would love to listen to. Visit ifapray.org to access our library of free content, including prayer guides, special intel reports, articles, news, and items for action. We're glad you're a part of the IFA community.